Koppel, host of the Time for Coffee podcast, where you get firsthand career advice into the jobs and industries that interest you the most. And before we start today's show, I have a quick favor to ask you. If you haven't already, I'd be incredibly grateful if you give us a rating and a review on iTunes. And if you're like me, you need to do it now because you'll forget later and because it's the best way to help others who may be in search of career advice to find this free resource. So press pause if you haven't done it and do it right now. I'll wait. Thanks so much and enjoy today's show. Hey there, Java Junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or ten minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini-episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career double-shot K-Cup with my guest, Sam Levin. I guess... Living in Mexico must have been on your bucket list. Certainly learning Spanish. Learning Spanish. Okay. Mm -hmm. So how did that work? You've moved back now to New York. You Mm -hmm. were in New York before you moved to Mexico. How did that work-life studying Spanish balance work for you when most of your, if not all of your clients were Mm -hmm. in the U.S.? How did that arrangement work out? was really interesting. I was kind of led by example. My CEO, his name is Andy Letterman at Bucket Listers, kind of mixes his time up between Miami and New York and he travels a whole bunch. And I was able to see it. And he's the epitome of success. So I was able to see what he's doing and be like, hey, what's on my bucket list? Where do I want to live? The time zone was the most important. The fact that Mexico is in central time zone opened up the door when my lease was ending in New York. And it was really a question of what's on my bucket list. Okay, it's to learn Spanish. Well, how am I going to do that? It's not Duolingo in New York when I have all these other things. It's probably living there immersively and diving in. My aunt is from Tijuana in Mexico. And her and my uncle had their post-honeymoon trip to San Miguel de Allende 20 years ago. Once it kind of came up that I was looking at living in Mexico, it was very quick that my uncle Doug was like, it has to be San Miguel. You're going to love this place. You don't need a car. There's a lot of safety nets. There's a lot of people that do speak English there. It's a very well-run city, clean water, everything like that. Checked all my boxes. Maybe an hour later, I I told my dad. So I was like, hey, I'm moving to Mexico. And he's like, what? And I was like, no, I actually am. And I think it's a good plan. I think it's going to work really well. And so he was with it. And how did it work out for you on the work Mm -hmm. side with Mm -hmm. building the business side of bucket listers? From Mexico? Yeah. Great question. I mean, a lot of it was partly overlapped with COVID. So there wasn't a lot of in-person meetings happening at the time. And so again, it opened up the door for me to work remote, to do a lot of video calls, Zoom calls like we're on now. To be honest, it actually allowed me to dive into work more. The biggest doubter, the biggest skeptic of moving to Mexico was myself. It was something of, am I going to be able to work balance? And I was really had a prove it mentality, prove it to myself that it wasn't going to make me fall back or distract me from working. So 
work was a priority. I almost understood that I was fortunate enough to do this opportunity to live in Mexico. I had to earn it as well. And that was a great lesson that I kind of taught myself as I just kind of flowed into it. It was really nice. I had more alone time. I wasn't distracted. I was really locked in and loaded when I was going to a cafe or a workshop. I had a tremendous work-life balance that was really work-focused. But during dinner, if I felt like I wanted to get a couple extra emails out, no one's with me at dinner. I'm alone. I could totally do that. And so it just became this thing of what do I want to do at this time? And if it's midday and I want to go shoot basketball for an hour, great, I'll go shoot basketball because I have plenty of time. I'm chopping up my schedule the way I want it to be chopped up. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to this latest episode of T4C. And if you're interested in learning more about my coaching services for confused college students and recent grads, feel free to check out the Time for Coffee website under the coaching tab at time, the number four, coffee.org or text me at 202-236-5712. That's 202-236-5712. Thank you.